Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, today marks the second important day at the United Nations in New York City. Of course, the most closely watched gathering being that of the U.N. Security Council, remarks made by many nations uh, on all sides of the Ukraine issue. And as you look at those comments coming from all sides, from entities all over the globe, the question, as always, with the U.N., after all is said and done, will more be said than done? And what can be done? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, let's start with some of the things that have been said uh, before we get to what will be done or what can be done. Uh, Let's start with uh, Ukraine itself. Ukraine's foreign minister uh, made a plea for his country, stating that the Ukraine crisis was not just a Ukraine crisis, but actually a global crisis. Today, we're talking not only about Ukraine and Russia. The global security crisis we all face is so much larger. All members of the Council must realize that on February 24th, Russia attacked not only Ukraine, it dealt a deadly blow blow to the very foundations of the United Nations Charter. No nation can feel safe until Russia is held to account for violating the common principles agreed by all after the Second World War. And Ukraine is fighting to defend principles of this Charter especially the principle of territorial integrity. Now, the foreign minister from Ukraine is not one we often hear or see in the headlines as it relates to Russia's attack on Ukraine. I think this was one of the most significant things that has been said at the United Nations in a long time because he took an issue that was very acute to his country, Russian invasion, and he actually spread it across the entire world. He framed the debate not just as a debate of Russia invading Ukraine's sovereignty. He said this is really an attack on all and that no nation could feel safe until Russia was held accountable for violating the very principles that were agreed to after the Second World War. And then he punctuated that by saying it is Ukraine. Ukraine is fighting to defend the principles of the UN Charter, especially territorial integrity. And there's a whole lot of nations there that should have sat right up and been on the edge of their seat. That's an important debate. That's an important argument to be made. Rather than just having this debate over and over about how much we should support Ukraine, I think everybody needs to recognize what the Ukrainian foreign minister said, that it is Ukraine that is fighting to uphold the very principles of the charter of the entire organization. That's no small thing, and that's lost in the headlines today. Uh, We hear a lot about Vladimir Putin and and his statements. We've talked about President Biden and his statements, both important, both significant. I don't know that any were as important as what the foreign minister said. Now, let's go to Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Uh, Again, this was part of the Security Council gathering. Uh, He talked about shared intelligence on the humanitarian crisis committed by Russia. As we assemble here, Ukrainian and international investigators continue to exhume bodies outside of Izium 
a city Russian forces controlled for six months before they were driven out by Ukrainian counteroffensive. One site contains some 440 unmarked graves. A number of the bodies unearthed there so far reportedly show signs of torture, including one victim with broken arms and a rope around his neck. Survivors' accounts are also emerging, including a man who described being tortured by Russian forces for a dozen days. We must hold the perpetrators accountable for these crimes. War crimes and crimes against humanity. Again, we've got to broaden this from just a Vladimir Putin chest-thumping exercise and how do we keep him in his place. And yes, there are things to be debated about uh, tactical nuclear weapons and chemical weapons and, and all of those things that he continues to rattle the saber over. But war crimes, crimes against humanity, those have to be, you have to be held accountable for that. And if the U.N. can't do that, uh, who can, who will? Of course, the Russian foreign minister, Lavrov, shared a completely different story, uh, stating that Russia was only acting to prevent Western-backed aggression into its country. Uh, impunity reflects what has been going on in that country since 2014. The national radical forces, open Russophobes and neo-Nazis, came to power then as a result of an armed coup with direct support of Western countries. And right after that, they uh, took the path of lawlessness and totally ignoring main rights and freedoms, the right to life, right of expression, right of access to information, uh, right of conscience, the right to use their native language. China's foreign minister uh, took a questionable uh, middle ground. Uh, talk about saying nothing. Uh, really kind of appeased everybody. He said we should take this serious. We should have negotiations. We should have respect. Uh, but really took no position, answered no questions, and really did nothing to advance the conversation in terms of what needs to happen. Uh, that is concerning, uh, but again, it was a nothing burger uh, served up from China today on the Security Council. Uh, let's go on to Secretary Blinken's message uh, talking about the claims by Russia, the non-stance, uh, absolute mush of China's uh, conversation. Uh, Secretary Blinken went on to say that Russia's security uh, had anything to do uh, with the fighting, saying this was a one-man war, one person made this decision, this is Vladimir Putin's war. One man chose this war, one man can end it. Because if Russia stops fighting, the war ends. If Ukraine stops fighting, Ukraine ends. That's why we will continue to support Ukraine as it defends itself and strengthen its hand to achieve a diplomatic solution on just terms at a negotiating table. As President Zelensky has said repeatedly, diplomacy is the only way to end this war. But diplomacy cannot and must not be used as a cudgel to impose on Ukraine a settlement that cuts against the U.N. charter or rewards Russia for violating it. Really important. What cuts against the U.N. charter, those principles that the Ukrainian foreign minister said, we're fighting for these, or anything that rewards Russia for breaking the U.N. charter and being the aggressor? Finally, the Secretary of State called to action for the United Nations Security Council that it was time to make a choice. President Putin is making his choice. Now, it's up to all of our countries to make ours. Tell President Putin to stop the horror that he started. 
tell him to stop putting his interests above the interests of the rest of the world, including his own people. Tell him to stop debasing this country and everything it stands for. We, the people of the United Nations, determined. That is how the preamble of the UN Charter starts. Let's not forget that we, the peoples, still get to choose the fate of this institution and our world. The stakes are clear. The choice is ours. Let's make the right choice for the world that we want and that our people so desperately deserve. And a lot of words coming out of the United Nations today. And again, I think the non-headline headline of the day were the words of the Ukrainian foreign minister who did more to advance the cause of the principles of the UN Charter and what the rest of the world needs to live up to and that the Ukrainian people are actually fighting for. Yes, they're fighting for their own sovereignty. They're fighting for their own lives, their own freedom, their own self-rule. And they very clearly showed today that we should get past the headlines of just focusing on Vladimir Putin and Russia. The UN needs to think about who they are and the principles they have signed on to sustain and support. And once again, it's Ukraine that's leading the way. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.